and welcome to Where Should We Eat podcast. I am your host, Jacqueline Marco G. Caprio, and uh, it's a special uh, day today, guys. It's my birthday. It's a thing. Um, and I have to say, this is probably the most chill year for birthdays, and maybe it's because so much other stuff has been going on, like launching this podcast and shows and just life that I really just want to chill and not do much. Uh, but I do have to say the biggest, best birthday present you could give me is just keep listening to where should we eat? And, uh, you know, I wouldn't hate it if you rated it five stars, reviewed, shared with your friends, subscribed, did all the things to support. I also have been posting on my Instagram where should we eat reels where I really go in depth. We're going in on certain restaurants and places that I've visited recently. And I don't know, it's been really fun. I, I was in Malibu this week. So we did one for Broad Street Oyster Co. and Lucky's. I also went to Pizzana for the first time. Finally, if you've been listening to the podcast you would know that I've been wanting to go there for a while. So make sure you check out those reels on Instagram. They should be coming out soon. Also, I will be on the East Coast, so there'll be more East Coast reels. Um, and then I'll be in Ireland and Italy and possibly in London. Um, we're trying to cook up me teaching a plyo jam class in London. So stay tuned for that, but get ready for some international where should we eat content. Uh, speaking of content, I was a guest on Hot Pizza Ass podcast last week uh, with the fabulous Erin Darling, who, guess what, happens to be our guest this week. Uh, she is a Latina screenwriter, actress, podcaster, comedian, just all around awesome person. I'm so excited for you to hear our episode. We did record this. Um, she was actually one of my first guests, but I was waiting to release until after my hot pizza ass podcast episode was released because I kind of wanted a, a little crossover promotion. I wanted you guys to check that out and to check out this episode. So I am just so excited. She's I feel like we've been friends for like almost a decade now. We met doing stand-up comedy and her story's so interesting. We really dive in to just um, so many things. There's funny stories. There's some serious stuff also. Um, but Erin's doing amazing right now. And I had so much fun with her on her podcast. So I definitely recommend checking that out after you listen to this. Um, also, if you guys have been listening, I had my Britney Spears show at the Hollywood Improv. Well, it wasn't my show, but I was on it. I got to close it out. It was pretty epic because Ms. Spears got, um, she got married uh, the night before the show. So there was like a cool buzz and energy in the room. Brought the house down with a little I'm not a girl, not yet a woman slash I'm a slave for you medley. Uh, it was really fun. Hopefully I can be posting some content from that coming up. Uh, and yeah, I, um, I'll be going to Sunset Tower for, uh, the birthday. So you're going to get a, where should we eat? Sunset Tower bar reel. Um, but besides that, I just actually filmed a bunch of new 
plyo jam workout videos i i feel like i don't talk enough about plyo jam plyo jam actually i'm gonna have the founders owners instructors stacy beeman and jason Layden on the podcast to talk to you all about where they eat and what they eat they talk a lot about uh just diet and menus and being healthy um but plyo jam is a dance fitness um workout that I also teach on Zoom and in person occasionally in LA. And if you're a member online for Plyo Jam, then you'll be able to see a lot of the videos I just shot with them, which was really cool. Also, a little update. If you're in Los Angeles, I will be performing at the Ha Ha Comedy Club in North Hollywood this Friday with um, some of my favorite comedians, humans, people. Uh, it's Mike Marino, Stevie D, and Sarah Halstead. Tickets are going fast. DM me on Instagram or wherever you like to reach out. Um, and I think I get a guest list or I get a special promo code. So if you want to come, I definitely recommend that. And instead of having a birthday party, I'm just inviting people to this comedy show. So come say hi, support the pod, and you might see some fun people that will be on the podcast very, very soon. Uh, and happy pride again. Oh my gosh. I want to know your thoughts. There's been like so many awesome pride concerts and just really cool stuff going on. I live in West Hollywood, so it just feels like literally, I don't know. It's just the biggest month of the year here. Um, and it's awesome. And there's just such a good fun energy in the air. Uh, so I like never want it to end. It kind of feels like pride all year around here though. Um, but again, yeah. Uh, haha comedy club Friday, June 17th. The show is at 8 PM and the promo code is S T V one, two for 50% off your ticket purchase. Um, and if you go online and order the tickets ahead of time, uh, they're $5 cheaper than if you were to get them at the door. So I think you just go to, hahacomedyclub.com to get tickets. So definitely come do that if you're in LA. It's going to be such a fun show. It's always such a good time. It's always packed. And they have a really fun bar that you can hang out in after. I'm sure we'll be hanging out there. So it's just going to be amazing. Um, but yeah, thanks again for staying staying a, um, a loyal listener of Where Should We Eat? I've been having a really good time just exploring this whole... Um, arena, I guess you, you could say, and I'm excited for stuff that's coming up. So stay tuned and let's get to Erin without further ado. I know you're going to be obsessed with her. You're going to love her. You probably already follow her. Um, enjoy Ms. Erin Darling. Guys, I'm so very excited for my guest today. I literally, I she is the perfect person to have on because our favorite thing to ask each other is where should we eat? Um, she's the first person I actually asked to be on the podcast, which is awesome. She is just a bright, shining light in this world. She's a slasher, which means she does a million different things. Um, and I'm obsessed with her podcasts. I've been on them. I've known her for years. I'm just going to introduce you because I want to start talking to you. Guys, uh, you know her from the Popspiracy podcast on Spotify Green Room. You know her from the Hot Pizza S podcast. She's an actress. She's a writer. She's a comedian. Um, 
up? Erin Darling. Hi. Jacqueline. <laughs> Ciao. I'm so honored to be on your show. Uh-huh. And I'm so honored that you thought of me to do this because oh I know God. when you launch a new thing, it's so exciting. Woo. And, you know, it's like, I feel like whenever I'm in the beginning phases of something, it's when I get my best ideas. Oh my gosh. You know? I'm not going to lie. I feel like this is so perfect and just in line with everything I want to be doing and talking about. I was so excited all day to talk to you just about like all your favorite food things. And we're going to get into body things. Erin talks a lot about body positivity on her podcast. And obviously that goes hand in hand with eating. It does. Um, It definitely does. And Erin and I, I randomly, we went to John and Vinny's together for mm-hmm. dinner and we'll tell y'all about that and I was just like oh my god you're the perfect person to be one of my first guests and where should we eat because we literally had just been texting that how are you my love what's going on I'm good <laughs> I'm so happy to be here and I'm actually I'm excited to hear about like your eating suggestions too because you have really good taste in food and I feel like we have similar taste in food we, we like the same things yeah we definitely yeah there was like a million different things on the menu that we could have gotten I I'm not gonna lie I epically failed with our pizza though no I you did. didn't I'm not gonna lie I don't love a pizza that was like all red sauce and the second our server I can't remember his name but he was Aaron's friend put it down I was like god damn it that's the one I don't like the LA lady <laughs> the LA lady if you love burrata and red sauce it's great but you know when you're just craving pizza mm-hmm. with like cheese that's just stringy like that's what I wanted and yeah the second we got it, I was like, well, I fucked up, but I don't send food back. I don't do that. Do you send wine back? Yes. Because <laughs> you did that. I did. I, I did. do too. I'm guilty. I do that all the time, actually. I'm like, this is not what I thought it was going to be. Right? <laughs> no, but like we were just stopping you on Blanc and it came out looking like a buttery Chardonnay. Like a Riesling. Like a Riesling. It was sweet. I was like, this is like a flat Moscato. Like what's happening? Oh, gross. A flat Moscato. Could you imagine? Oh, That's no, basically no. what we drank. And it was a fortune. So no, we sent it back. And it was great. And it was awesome. And now I'm hungry. Um, so basically, I have to tell you guys, first off, Aaron and I, you'll be hearing about, you'll be hearing this podcast after the fact, but we're going to an Oscar party tonight. Not bragging. Um, a very last minute thing. So I am sitting here drying because I just spray tanned myself, mm-hmm. which is ambitious you look great (laughs) i'm gonna get darker as you're watching um great and listening i love a spray tan um and yeah like we don't have our makeup on yet i just (laughs) literally aaron got here and i was gluing on lashes as one does because i feel like we got to be honest i don't want to be a gatekeeper and like not be honest about all the things we have to do 100 percent. i mean i came from laser hair removal (laughs) which i respect so much i need to actually you guys could probably see that i need it right now um, no. I love that you moved your appointment to come to this party I know I really did I was like you know what I want to go hang out with you guys and I've just been having like a tough week yeah. and when you know you and Gabby were like let's all hang out and go to this party I was like you know what I really do need this time just with girls and I was just like you know something I really miss about college 
I always thought that like pre-gaming was the best part of going out. Like hanging out with your girlfriends, making a couple of drinks, putting your makeup on. And I was just thinking today, I was like, that's exactly what I want to do. Like, I just want to put makeup on with Jacqueline and, and talk. Blast, blast a playlist of <laughs> yes, Britney yes. and early 2000s rap. We're going to uh-huh. get ludicrous going. <laughs> Cameron. Yes, we're going to Cameron <laughs> it up. It's going to be epic. And then we're going to be like, we don't feel like going. Um, <laughs> yeah, be like, I'm too tired. We're no, thank you. Up. Uh, I don't know about you, Paisans listening, um, but yeah, that's how I feel about going out. Like the getting ready together with girls is the most fun part. Um, so without further ado, Erin, I want to know, we're going out tonight. Where should we eat? This is such a great question um, <laughs> because there are so many great places in LA and I feel like I'm always vacillating between sushi or Italian food. (gasps) Like that's always one or the other. That's always what I want. You know, that's so funny because when I go get sushi, I then have to go get Italian food after because it's like an appetizer. (laughs) It's never a meal for me ever. For real. Yeah. (laughs) But like, so if I'm going sushi, I'm very, very basic. I love sugar fish. Erin, I have never been to <gasps> Sugarfish. How is that possible? I don't know, but you have to tell the listeners what the deal with Sugarfish is because I feel like there's like rules when you go there. Yeah. So <laughs> basically you can order stuff a la carte, but you get the trust me or the trust me Nozawa or the trust me light. And <laughs> they, it's basically like a prefix menu for sushi. Okay. And they bring you what they bring you. And it's really good. That, like the fish is high quality fish. And sometimes I love a good cheap sushi. Okay. But sometimes you're like, Sketchy. Uh, it smells kind of weird. Or you're just kind of like, I don't really know if this is exactly <laughs> like what's in this. But I always feel like I really trust Sugarfish, probably because they so ingrain that word trust in their menu. It's subliminal. <laughs> trust me. Trust me, Nozawa. The trust me. That's just a sexy, like, phrase to say. I know. It really is. Trust me, Nozawa. <laughs> and it's so good. I just I just love Sugarfish. So now I'm going to have to take you. Yeah, we got to go. That's yeah, it. We're going to go. And then with Italian food, obviously, I love John and Vinny's. Mm-hmm. Um, I love uh, Da Michele. Oh, so Antica. good. Yeah, that the, place. It's <sighs> got like 18 names. It's like La Antica da Michele Pizzeria. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. all the things. I for I always forget about that place because it's incredible. If you live in Los Angeles or can get to LA, it's in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. It has the most gorgeous patio. I love it there. Oh, what's your favorite thing to get there? Um, to be honest, I like all their pizzas. The pizzas are phenomenal. They make a truffle pizza there. That's next level. And it's so good. I think it's like $90 or something. (laughs) I could be exaggerating. It could be just 40. She just called us peasants, which is Paisan (laughs) in Italian. So that's fine. (laughs) Whatever. It is what it is. No, it's so good. (laughs) It's so good. But okay. I need your recommendation for squash blossoms. Are you into them? Ooh, squash blossoms. Yes, I am. And Taroni. Okay. Taroni. Yes. yes. Squash yes. blossoms. I mean, the best squash blossoms are anyone's Italian grandmother making yeah. them for you. But yeah, Taroni has really good fried squash blossoms. I love that you just brought that up. It's one of my favorite things to order, but I feel like it's so hard to get right. Like, oh, yeah. Right? Like because sometimes it's too breaded or too fried. It has to be really light. I want to taste the regatta cheese in it. Like yeah. that's the problem. Sometimes when it's too breaded, it just tastes like fried dough. 
Right. No. Oh my gosh. We're going to have to go to Toronto and get you. Okay. We're going to, there you go. You're going to take me to trust me. Now is it (laughs) whatever that is. Um, And I'll take you to Taroni for some squash blossoms. One million percent. I love Taroni so much. I was there last night. You were? I was. Yes. Okay. Well, what did you get? Well, I have a hot tip. I know here on where should we eat, tips are appreciated. And my main squeeze and I decided a few weeks ago, we were like, okay, we need to make a concerted effort to like go on one date night a week. Mm-hmm. You know, which sounds like, oh, that shouldn't be a big deal. But it is like just to pick a restaurant, either a new one or one that we love and just go out to dinner, get dressed up and do it. Yes. And I got home yesterday and I was exhausted and we just went on open table and we were like, screw it. Like, we're going to go. And we went and we sat down and it was like so loud and chaotic. And I literally was like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. It took him like 18 hours to find parking. It was like a whole situation. But yeah, it ended up being great. We shared um, a tagliatelle bouillonnaise, which I love a spaghetti bouillonnaise. I don't understand why everyone puts a tagliatelle pasta with bolognese i want spaghetti with it yeah so i get that too and that that is kind of strange like why i don't get it it's something or like a fettuccine bolognese paisans let us know do you like that or do you like a spaghetti i just don't or like i like a rigatoni with like a dollop of regatta Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. what's your favorite type of noodle uh rigatoni just rigatoni period okay that's it yeah i like angel hair and i like fusilli I love a fusilli. Yeah, the spicy fusilli, John and Vinny's, oh. is just so. I dream about it. <laughs> I dream about. <laughs> now that I pasta. want it after this little part. I literally just want to show up tonight and say hi, and then go to John and Vinny's and get the spicy <laughs> fusilli. I know, and that chocolate cake that they have. Oh my god! The- um, guys, this should be sponsored by John and Vinny's if you're listening. It really should like, be. <laughs> it should be. And now, do you have a favorite dish that you can recommend to the paisans from anywhere? Like anywhere all over the country because Aaron travels a lot actually yeah. I want to know like you're if you've like stumbled across a favorite place while you've been traveling you know what I don't know if I have like a favorite favorite place because I feel like so much of food is about who you're with mm. right the moment that you're in it's different at any time yeah. I think and I think that like especially when you're traveling and you're not working, you're like on vacation, you're typically in a really good mood. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh my God, everything's amazing. Oh, that's you know? Point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when I was in Paris, it was just like, everything was incredible, but I was working, but just the food, like the, any, any simple thing you get, like pastries are just so much better. The coffee elevated, so good. <sighs> just like simple little things like that. And you're just like, wow, I'm in Paris. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't you know were working in Paris, weren't you? I was. What yeah. were you doing there? I was working on a shoot over there for a couple of weeks. So it was really nice to just kind of, to be there and, and to work and to just, I, ha- I was in this amazing hotel in the <gasps> best area. I had a view of the Eiffel Tower, like oh my really dreamy shit, like just dreamy, dreamy, dreamy shit. And I just want to go back and do it again. But I know I probably wouldn't be able to like afford all the stuff that I did. Well, stop eating <laughs> truffle pizzas that are $100 each and maybe you could afford it. Right? <laughs> right? I've never been to Paris. I'm dying to go. You have to go. I know. Yes. If anyone wants to... Um, pay for the trip. That would be great. Um, Sponsored. <laughs> Sponsored. Uh, well, 
I feel like whenever I'm on vacation, because you're doing so much walking, mm-hmm. like what you're eating really doesn't matter. Yeah, hundred percent. Like doesn't matter at all. It doesn't matter at all, especially if you're in Europe, because everything's like way better for you here. I feel like all our foods pumped up with like steroids, and it just makes you like puffy and fat and feel like my tummy hurts all the time. You're like, maybe you should get that checked out. Um, (laughs) But I want to know, like, I was beating myself up today because I ate pizza last night and pasta and I had martinis and wine and bread and all the things. And I woke up this morning and didn't work out. And I don't know, like, I feel like you're really good about body positivity. Your podcast, Hot Pizza Ass. definitely touches on that subject a lot. I wanted to know if you have any advice for me or the Paisans listening about how to get over this. Yeah. You know what? For me, I feel like my journey was, you know, for me specifically, I've had eating disorders and one of the things that helped me was healing my relationship with food and really not looking at things as good and bad, Mm -hmm. like becoming more food neutral which yeah. was hard, but one of the bi- one of the biggest things that made a shift for me personally was stopping tracking calories. Like, why? Why do we do that? Like, why do I care how much olive oil I use if I'm making like eggs in the morning or something? Yes. Like, tracking that shit is so bad. It just was not good for my mental health. I would uh-huh. obsess over stuff. I'd be like, oh, I need to work out. Like all of these things. And when I stopped doing that, for me, it's been a couple of years since I've tracked anything. Okay. I feel like it really did heal my relationship with food because I wasn't looking at things in terms of numbers. And Mm -hmm. that was really good for my mental health, to be honest. I don't know how people keep track. Like, I feel like I used to do that too. Yeah. Obsessively, I did it. It's a lot. Yeah. And also, olive oil is good for you. (laughs) It is. For the skin, for the wrinkles, all the things. I feel like there's good fats and that's something I know I've had to like come to terms with. Yeah. But like, how are you? So I feel like you're really good about being like kind to yourself. If like, you're not in the mood for something like you're like, I'm not going to do that today. Like, how do you get to that? I mean, I think a lot of it is just kind of looking at all of that stuff as kind of neutral. Like there is no good. There's no bad. There's no nothing that needs to be like a punishable offense when it comes to your body, when it comes to food mm-hmm. and just like knowing that you, it'll all kind of even itself out. Yeah. And I, trusted that once I saw it in my body. Okay. Because I realized even when I was at my most obsessive about calories or food or labeling things and what's healthy and what's unhealthy, quote unquote. Yeah. Even like compared to what I am now, now that I've like released a lot of that shit, like what is the difference? Maybe like five pounds or something? Oh my God. It was so minuscule. It's insane. I just saw a meme that was like, um, I just realized my entire adult life is just me gaining and losing the same 15 pounds. (laughs) Yeah. And that's exactly the truth. (laughs) Yeah. Like where my body kind of settles out and rests. And once I was like, you know what? I'm totally okay with having cellulite. I'm totally okay with being a size eight. And I was in this toxic culture with, um, you know, just feel, I felt like I was constantly being judged on my body and really being told that I was, I would have to lose weight to be more successful, which that's really what fucked me up because I want to be successful. I want to do well. Mm -hmm. And then when I kind of like shifted what I looked at and what I focused on and how I valued myself, when I changed that narrative, 
it just changed everything for me. And a lot of it did have to do with me getting out of certain things, like, you know, getting out of professions that I felt like really heavily judged me on things like that. I could walk around my whole entire life looking like my own after, you know, if there's a before and after I could be an after I could have lost 25 pounds. Right. And I could still walk into a room and have someone tell me you still need to lose five more. Oh, one. I mean, I, I think you look amazing, but I feel that so, so deeply, Mm -hmm. like even right before my wedding, I, I definitely lost a lot of weight and especially like right, right before And even then I was feeling like I was way too big for like certain dance things or certain auditions or like on camera, I still wasn't happy with how I looked, which is so stupid. It's really hard because like at a certain extent, once you have trained your mind to think like that, like it doesn't really go away a hundred percent. Yeah. But I think that like it can get better. Mm. It can, you can feel better. And I think like the, like the less grip of that you have on it, like the less controlling that you have, kind of like everything else in life. <laughs> just stop by <laughs> knuckling every right. When you kind of release some of that control, it just starts getting a little bit easier. And I think the self-acceptance and the self-love comes a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how I've navigated my path with, you know, in conjunction with therapy. And- I was just going to say, so did you do this all on your own, Erin? Because that, I bow down. Oh um, my God. No, no, no. But okay, self-awareness, so right? Like when you, another thing is like, I always used to wonder in meditation and yoga and stuff like that, why um, teachers practitioners of this always encourage you to like check in with your body. How are you feeling? Mm -hmm. Identify the emotion. You don't have to do anything with it, but just what is it? And I was like, what the, what is the point of this? Like, I don't understand like what I don't, what does that have to do with anything? And then I realized it's about being aware of how you feel. Oh my God. Yeah. And making these little connections of like, oh, I feel really anxious. And then thinking, oh, I also had five coffees today. Um, that was me today. (laughs) I literally woke up and I chugged a sugar-free Red Bull and went to the Grove, then got a giant iced coffee there, came home, and I was like, Tommy, I don't know what's going on. I have so much anxiety. And he was like, how much coffee have you had? And I was like, right. a lot. And it, like, I felt like I was, like, coming down off of a drug all day. I was mm-hmm. just, like, trying to just, like, be like, okay, this is what's going on. You're gonna, And I feel so much better now. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. It's so weird when you kind of like start recognizing these little shifts and patterns. And Ugh. like, so if you look back and you're like, okay, on Wednesday and Thursday, those were my worst days this week. That's when I felt the shittiest. Mm-hmm. And then you realize that there's some sort of connection. Like I just recently realized I get anxiety when I drink too much the next day. Oh, 100%. That was me today. Also, I, think it I was- used to think it was like me, like being no. depressed. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm actually not depressed. I just tend to get anxious after I drink. Yeah. What is that? I don't know, but I wish it would go away because I hate it. Oh my God. I literally was like, <laughs> I'm homesick. I miss my family. Like just like on the verge yeah. of tears all day. Guys, I don't know what the answer is. I don't know if it's not drinking anymore. I really, I love, I love wine though. I really do. I'm the same way. I don't think I could ever give it up completely. Yeah. Could you? I mean, if I was pregnant, I probably would. Probably. <laughs> Although I feel like you're allowed to have some wine here and there. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess not. Um, don't want to give it up. <laughs> I think you can have some wine. I think you can have like a little half of a glass. Yeah, let's like, toughen that kid twice. up. Right? <laughs> they need to get used to it. Oh my gosh. It's so much. I can't. You know what? I do think one of the big things though also with like body positivity and 
just that whole genre is being careful about what you say in front of kids. Like, yeah, don't beat yourself up. Like, don't be like, oh my God, I feel so fat today or my stomach looks gross. Or Mm -hmm. I feel like we grew up in a culture where that was acceptable or people didn't know that you shouldn't be talking about like, I'm on a diet. Right. And that's something like I have to catch myself all the time around my nieces. Yeah. I know it's, it's tough. around kids around like your peer group and you're right. Even with girlfriend. I mean, we could literally, if we wanted to sit and like tear ourselves apart, like it could. And I feel like it's a way to bond sometimes, Yep. you know, and I, I love just being like, we're not doing that today. Like yeah. stop it. And I'll like stop myself now because it's just, it's not helping anyone. Yeah. You know, for sure. I yeah. mean, I feel like Aaron and I don't have a problem. We literally sat and just like ate carbs and cheese for like two hours at John and Finney's. And yeah, we really did. Yeah. And no one, we didn't complain about the body after we were like, yes, we went yeah. to a comedy show. It was all good for sure. <laughs> and I think that like, also there's an element to this whole equation of just personal happiness and recognizing not just what makes you anxious and stressed and mm. makes you feel bad, but what makes you feel happy. Yeah. Like me having that experience with you at John and Vinny's was just so fun. And like, we hang out in groups more often than we do one-on-one, Yeah. but us hanging out one-on-one was so nice. Like having a great deep conversation with a girlfriend that like fed my soul and it oh my fed my body with pizza yes. and pasta. And that made me feel good. I love that. Like I want to live life like that, like in a happy, positive way where I'm like having experiences that are meaningful to me that I'll remember. Like, yeah, I'm going to remember that more than like going to the gym that day. You know what <laughs> yes. I mean? <laughs> You're right. Yeah. I would love to like eat pizza on the treadmill. <laughs> Right. Okay. If you do that, call me because we will make a TikTok. Can about we please? It. Yeah. That? Oh my gosh. That's Multitasking. It. Yes. Paisans, please send in your treadmill pizza eating um, <laughs> photos, videos. Um, speaking of TikTok, you have over three million views. I do. Yes. Oh on God. like so much of your TikTok, your whole page. Like during the pandemic, Erin really. I, I feel like you really like hit it at the right time. Like you have now it's not pop spiracy on TikTok. What is yeah. it called? It's called it's conspiracy seriously. Okay. <laughs> it's say that eight times fast. It's conspiracy I can't do it. Say it again. It's conspiracy seriously. <laughs> it's adorable when she does it. I can't do it. Um so what made you start that? Well, so uh, Megan Nager, another comedian and I, you know, we were actually prepping a short to do a short film. Um, pre-pandemic and we knew we wanted to do something creatively. We wrote it. We were like in the process of casting it and then the whole world shut down. Yeah. So we kind of were like, well, maybe we should think of something else creatively that we can do since we wanted to collaborate anyway. And we came up with this idea to kind of do a joint TikTok account where we talk about pop culture conspiracy theories. And for some reason, it we just knew it would work on that platform and it did Mm -hmm. and it gained a lot of heat. It blew up pretty quickly. So we were just kind of doing our own thing and had a whole little schedule to it and a routine and it paid off. That's what's really important is actually having a schedule when you post, right? Yeah. To a certain extent, I think that like when anyone is launching a TikTok, like I would say try to do something three times a day, whatever it is that you're doing, which is really annoying because some people spend a lot of time on their TikToks and some yeah. people just talk in front of a wall. And yeah, like, what do you recommend? Like, how do you just do it and like get those three out there? Because I have a hard time staying consistent with TikTok. 
I recommend doing it in bulk. So what I always tell people to do, because I like, as you guys can tell, I'm not really like wearing makeup or anything. She doesn't need to. Uh, <laughs> the Cameron I, Diaz of our generation. Oh my God. Oh, stop. Uh, but I only want to do makeup like, I don't know, two or three times a week when I have to. Yeah. So I do everything in bulk. I'll put on my makeup and do my meetings or whatever else I have to do that day. Okay. And then I'll film like six videos in a row so that I have content for the next couple of days. That's so good. Yeah. Do you use like one of those scheduling calendar app things or you take care of it yourself? I used to. We used to kind of pay attention to the times of day that we thought had the most traffic for our page. So that's another thing people can do. You can look at your analytics and kind of judge from there. But now we've definitely rolled back. We've scaled back because, you know, it led to a Spotify show. Okay. I'm so, so happy you brought up Pop's Pharisee. Thank you. Tell the Paisans. I think I named you Paisans. I think that's the name. Paisans. I like that one the best. I love it. <laughs> um, where can they find this? So Pop Spiracy is on Spotify only, um, but it's basically the same concept. We talk about pop culture conspiracies and we break it down, but we now have an hour. So we have like a whole episode to do that, which is awesome and really fun. So we can kind of focus more on like storytelling and researching things a little more heavily and going to like the origin of a pop culture conspiracy. You're seeing how it started and who believes in it and why, which um, is always, that's always been our goal for the TikTok, but it's hard to do it in like short little fragments. So I feel like you guys do a good job of that. Thanks. We just, now we just kind of slowed our role a little bit because we can focus on yeah. like the podcast a little bit more. So that's been a really rewarding experience to be able to just kind of actually treat something like it's like a scripted project like we write a show every week essentially i'm dying to know you just had babs gray on yes from the free britney movement <laughs> um britney is right now she's watching over us on saint our candles Brit. right next to us saint brit um can you guys give us like a little like tea or tip or like anything that babs told you guys on the podcast yeah so you know we really our first episode of pop spiracy is about the free britney movement and it was before she got out of her conservatorship okay so obviously we knew that this was like something that we wanted to talk about it's one of our favorite pop culture conspiracies because it wasn't a conspiracy but everyone thought that it was for like years before people yeah. knew the extent of her conservatorship so having Babs on to kind of revisit the movement now that Britney is out of the conservatorship was so fun because, you know, she was actively part of making something that was just a hashtag mm -hmm. to like a whole movement. And it's crazy. She, you know, she got that whistleblower from Britney's legal team to mm -hmm. come on the podcast. Well, it was a voicemail that he left mm -hmm. that really brought a lot of legitimacy to this movement. And so for me, what Babs and Tess Barker did mm -hmm. on Britney's grand podcast was such an important pop culture moment, such an important catalyst to this whole thing in really making people take what was going on with Britney seriously. Yeah. So to have her on was an honor and a pleasure. And we talk about her whole journey and what it felt like to go through that and what it was like to kind of become this advocate for um, abusive conservatorship. She never thought she was going to be doing that. Right? So, Aren't they yeah. comedians? They're comedians. They're comedians. Yeah. I doubt they ever thought like they're no. going to be pioneers for, I mean, honestly, has Brittany reached out to them? 
Um, Brittany acknowledged the movement. She okay, yeah, okay, she, and thanked them because uh, that's one of. The, I feel like they helped free Brittany. <laughs> they, I think they Literally. legitimately did, and I think that. Um, as time goes on and as people write about this, I'm sure there's going to be books and there's going to, you know what I mean? Like there's going to be people that look back at this conservatorship and Britney's life. It's going to be part of media and pop culture and content. I think that they're going to remember them very, very positively for this. And I think that's going to yeah. be really, really cool for them. I mean, what an amazing thing to be a part of. Oh, it's so cool. I know. Um, I want to know, do you have any favorite popspiracy like theories or episodes or anything that like excites you that you haven't talked about yet? Oh my gosh. There's so many things I always get ideas for. Like, I really want to do an episode about MLMs. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what that is. Uh, (laughs) Multi-level marketing schemes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't even know there was like an abbreviation. (laughs) Yeah. I I really want to get into that and kind of like talk about these schemes that pull people in and, you know, brainwash people into thinking, you know, that they're part of this company and that their oh. boss babes running their own business. But at the same time, people put their own money into them and they get taken advantage of and they get lied to, but they still exist out in the open. People are still signing up for this. Erin, it's insane. I'm not going to lie, guys. The past three days I have binged. We crashed. Oh my God. <laughs> the yes. dropout. Yes. And the something, the Pam one that Renee Zellweger's in, like it's crazy. Like I don't trust anyone right now. <laughs> I know I'm kind of in the same mindset. It's <laughs> just insane yeah like i i don't oh and bad vegan i wow i should stop watching at least i haven't seen that yet but i really need to oh my god you do need to you really don't need to watch the entire series it could basically be explained in like the preview (laughs) okay um but it is i don't know it's addicting like i had to finish it and it's it's crazy because there's so much real footage in it mm-hmm. and you're just like i don't get it like this woman was beautiful went to wharton business school like smart on top of the world talented i don't get it it does not make sense at all so part of me is like she's still in on it oh okay yes. oh i could come on and <laughs> i have a conspiracy theory about it so do you really we maybe could... we need to do a bad vegan episode uh, yeah i'll or, pitch that or an MLM episode. I know. Right? Actually, our next guest is someone who you've had on your podcast. Who? Um, Perez Hilton. Mm. And we're gonna talk about the um like the evolution and like the ways that celebrity media has changed over the years. Oh my god, that's so cool. So yeah, I'm kind of excited to talk about that with him, especially because like he's been around that space for so long Ooh. and it's changed so long and the way that culture views all of this has changed a lot too. Yeah. But to have a website that existed through all of that, like it's insane. He, that's, that's quite an accomplishment. Literally where I would get all my news. Like when I first moved to Hollywood Me in like two thousand eight, like I would wake up and just be on Perez Hilton on my laptop being like, Oh, this is what's going on in the world. Great. I was addicted. I was like, refresh, refresh, yes. refresh. <laughs> I kind of still am. Whatever. <laughs> it's fine. Tell him I said hello. <laughs> Yes. No, that's awesome. That makes me so happy for you. Um, What else makes us happy here? Tips. Tips are greatly appreciated on where should we eat. So Erin, I want to know, do you have like a hot tip or anything that like you, you live your life by or that's really helped you or a quote that's a favorite quote? Well, I would say that I think one of the best tips that I have um, is to don't own a scale. 
don't own a scale don't have it in your bathroom don't hide it anywhere don't like if you need to weigh yourself do it at the doctor's office or the gym but like don't keep it in your home you don't need to monitor yourself like that unless there is a medical reason like that you have to um there's no need to just like why step on it just don't put yourself through that and also another hot tip yes medically related, you do not have to be weighed at the doctor's office. If it is triggering to you (gasps) and you're going in for something that again, has nothing to do with your weight. If Mm -hmm. you're going in for a checkup, if you're getting blood drawn and they ask you to step on the scale and that is triggering to you, or you just don't fucking want to do it. You can say, is there a medical reason why I need to? And I've done this before when I didn't want to be weighed Yeah, and there's nothing that they can say. They can't force you. So just FYI, you can always get out of weighing yourself at the doctor. Oh my (laughs) God. I'm going to be like, my friend Erin <laughs> told me, yes. I do not have to get weight. That's, wow, I did not know that. Yeah, I think we get caught up in numbers and I think that that's not good for anyone. Kind of back on what I was talking about with counting calories and yeah. tracking, logging things and stuff like that. I would say focus on how you feel, get rid of the numbers, get rid of the scale, and you never have to step on a scale that you don't want to. That's ever. such good advice. Yeah. I love it. And I'll include in the podcast notes, like certain websites and doctors and people that you can go to for eating disorders. I know it's like a very, it's an epidemic in this country. And I mean, I, when I was going through that, I was in therapy and that was one of the biggest tips was do not weigh yourself. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. And I go by like what my clothes feel like. That's mm-hmm. how I'm like, okay, I got to lock it up <laughs> or like it's time. Like for me, it's if I'm uncomfortable, then like I got to change it up a little bit. You know? Yeah. Make some adjustments if you don't like the fact that you can't fit into anything that you own. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm like, I don't want to go shopping. <laughs> I don't need to I can't afford up. this. I can't afford to keep eating. I um, need my truffle pizza. That's a hundred dollars. I can't also buy clothing. <laughs> I mean, I'm proud of um, my main squeeze. Tommy, he just lost 30 pounds. I saw that. It's crazy. He, but he didn't do it because I mean, I'm sure there was some vanity aspects, but he kind of just was like, okay, I, I want to hopefully have kids someday and I want to be around long enough. And he just wasn't feeling good. Yeah. And one of the biggest things, I mean, he cut out sugar and like refined white flour, um, his joints, everything started feeling better. He said all of his pain has subsided once he like cut out the sugar and he cut out alcohol. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I was like, you know what? For me, when I start feeling like, oh, I can't fit into my clothes, like, mm-hmm. and I know that this is like my resting body, like, this is just kind of like where I, my body's at. Yeah. If I feel out of equilibrium, that's always what it is. It's always like, okay, it's the sugar and it's the booze. And yeah. even if I stop drinking alcohol for like a week or two, mm-hmm. I'm always shocked at how much better I feel. That's yeah, really But I don't want to give it up like because I like it and I want to have you know wine with dinner and stuff like that or with my family and you can have cheat days that's the thing he was really strict but we went to Solvang for like a Valentine's weekend and he went for it we got pizza yes we got wine and uh-huh. he's, he still lost that 30 30 pounds yeah those, moderation there's those 30 pounds not that 30 pounds yeah, well, remember when we were actually at John and Vinny's? Yeah. And I was taking new headshots, mm. and it was the first time that I've ever taken headshots that I paid more than like $300 for. And that's a lot for me. Yeah. So 
I considered this an investment and I really wanted to look my best. So leading up to those, it was 10 days prior, I was like, I'm not going to drink wine Mm -hmm. and I'm going to be careful about my sugar. But we were at John and Vinny's. Remember this? Yeah. And I was like, are we drinking? And then you ordered a glass of wine and then we talked about it and you were like, Aaron, the best headshots I've ever taken was when I was just like having fun and living my life. And you gave me that advice. And I was like, she's so right. Like right now I'm like doing that thing where I'm like trying to like measure what I'm doing or not doing just because I wanted to look great in a picture, but I can have a glass of wine with my friend. Yes. And be fine. I mean, (laughs) that's the thing. Like, I feel like we have like such an all or nothing mentality and I definitely am guilty of that. But like, yeah, have fun, have everything in moderation and maybe don't like do what Carrie Bradshaw did the night before her New Yorker like photo shoot, like <laughs> stay out until like 7 a.m. and like smoke a pack of cigarettes and like chug martinis. Don't do that before your headshot shoot <laughs> or like uh, your wedding day or like anything that's really big. But I think it's fine. Like as long as you're like normally living a pretty healthy lifestyle, it shows up in your photos if you're happy and you're not white knuckling everything and you're in a good space that last shoot I did it was just such a relaxing day and I think it was just the most relaxed I had been and I felt just like very at ease and prepared for everything so I think it shows 100% in the pictures yeah it's so weird. Yeah, it really does. I mean, you're also very photogenic, okay. and I feel like I've never seen a bad picture of you, period. we burn them. <laughs> we don't allow those to come out. I'll, I'll show you some. <laughs> but you look great. Yeah. And, yeah. But I agree with you. I feel like there's there's a light from within that comes out, yeah. and that's what makes uh, certain images or certain people really magnetic. Oh, my God. You're right. I yeah. just saw... Not saw, I just listened to a podcast and it was the woman who played, um, I think she was like the nanny, I forget, I'm butchering all this. And you know the parent trap with Lindsay Lohan? Yes. So she, this actress, I can't believe I can't remember her name right now. She's on Abbott Elementary right now. She's been in World of War. I yeah, I know her name's Lisa, but it's I some, forget her last name and I've met her before and she's really nice. She's amazing and so yeah. talented. So she was telling a story on Danny Pellegrino's <gasps> Lisa Ann Walters. That's it. Yes. Okay. Sorry, we just yelled Shout at out Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Come on the pod. <laughs> um, Italiano. She makes great meatballs. Um, she was talking about working with J-Lo mm-hmm. on Shall We Dance? And she said that J-Lo is just lit from within. Like mm. she she said J-Lo and she compared her to Marilyn Monroe because people said that about Marilyn Monroe also. But that J-Lo just exudes just like light and there is something about her that literally looks like someone's following her around with like a ring light. <laughs> like, That's so interesting because I can see that about J-Lo. But I think the, inter- the comparison to Marilyn Monroe is really very interesting because... Marilyn was such a sad person that had such a hard life. Yeah. You know, and was constantly battling her demons, you know, but to still, she did have that ability to kind of like turn it on to. Exactly. Yeah. You have that too, Erin. I do? Yes. Oh my God. Erin lights up a room when she walks into it. I mean, she's lighting up (laughs) your podcast like app right now. That's how like bright and you're just a bright, shiny just amazing human beings say the same about you so talented um (laughs) thank you i want to know i didn't even ask you so your favorite pizza because obviously you have hot pizza ass podcast is your favorite pizza the truffle pizza or do you have a pizza around the country or where from where you're from 
It's not. Um, my favorite pizza is actually, this is such a lame answer, but there's a little pizza joint from where I'm from in yeah. San Jose, California. It's called Bogey's Pizza. Aww. And they were the sponsor to the Little League team I was on. <laughs> I was the only girl on a Little League team. <laughs> I was so bad. Um, oh my God. But I was Love. cute. <laughs> and, I'm sure you were adorable. And we had all of our little like post-game parties and stuff like that at this pizza place and they make an incredible pesto like the best <gasps> pesto pizza I've had in my life oh my god I'm like you I like a red sauce and I like a lot of cheese pesto isn't even my jam normally yeah but it's the nostalgia mm-hmm. and just that place like the memories of that place and it always being so good and also pesto felt really special because we didn't really eat that as kids you know yeah like, it was never that was never the thing so the green pizza just felt really vip you know oh i love that <laughs> it's my favorite pizza oh thank you for sharing bogies bogies in san jose yep. shout out to bogies <laughs> while you were telling that i all of a sudden got like a flashback to sending you a recipe for cacio e pepe oh my god <laughs> which became like my pandemic yes. staple my favorite <laughs> series. I can't believe I never made this before because yes. it's so easy. It's so easy. It's so good. And I mean, I put the most amount of cheese you could possibly put in it. So yes. it's like not as healthy as it yes. should be. But you, it's not like heavy cream or anything mm-hmm. like that. Like it, oh, it's so good. I love it, love it, love it. And it brought me so much joy. I feel like in the beginning of the pandemic, it was just like us trading like recipes. <laughs> I feel like that is probably what everyone was doing. Um, I've learned from you. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I've learned from you too, girlfriend. Um, <laughs> pimp yourself out. Tell the Paisans where they can find you and what's coming up for you. If you have any shows or anything. Yes, Paisans. You can listen to Popspiracy on Spotify. You can also tune in live when we record, which is Spotify Green Room, Mondays at 8 p.m. Pacific. Um, you can check out It's Conspiracy Seriously on TikTok if you want daily content. You can find me on ig at darling with four h's and those are the places where i'm the most interesting and other than that just you know oh and check out hot pizza ass i guess (laughs) i completely forgot my other podcast it's just she has so many (laughs) (laughs) no you're amazing thank you so much for doing this we're gonna go shower off my spray tan i'm gonna go spray tan you yes um and And before we leave, I just want to give you guys a quote. This is something I saw the other day. It might be the quote I say at the end of every, where should we eat? I don't know yet. Um, But I love this. And I feel like this um, pertains to you and all of you fabulous paisans out there. The quote is, remind yourself, nobody built like you, you design yourself. Jay-Z. Um, love it. <laughs> I love it. Oof. Awesome. Um, so guys, there's no one like you. I know I'm calling you all Paisans. Uh, let me know what you want to be called. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for subscribing to Where Should We Eat and the Connected Podcast Network. Please rate, review, tell your friends. I love talking to you guys and uh, have a great one. Ciao, Paisans. Bye. Ciao. <laughs>